At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit. This is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've bitten a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Friday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel O'Connor, Dennis is here. He's just not sitting at his desk right now, but we promise he's here. Uh, same story as as what it's been for uh, for the most of the week here. Most of the past couple weeks is just buy everything. It doesn't matter. Uh, so with the exception of a couple of stocks that had earnings yesterday, like like the Gap and Slack, it's just an epic short squeeze by the airlines, by the cruise stocks. We'll talk about um, just that trade. It's, it's the same trade that we've been seeing here, and it's just continuing here again today. So we'll be joined by Jason Rasnick, who is our founder and CEO at 8, uh, 845. And that'll be the theme of today's show, which is indiscriminate buying here in the market. We also have a jobs number at 830. Don't forget that. That's going to be uh, – it'll be an improvement from April, though that's not saying a whole lot. We're still looking at uh, – 8 million jobs lost and like 20% unemployment here. So, you know, it is what it is at this point. Hey, Dennis is back. Welcome, Dennis. Thank you for joining us here. Uh, I'll bring Joel on. Joel, give us a quick update here on the overnight session. Uh, real nice uh, green on the screen here. Up 25.25 handles. Uh, big rebound uh, on the in the last half hour, four, five, 45 minutes yesterday. Carried into the close, carried into the overnight session. Bob, we got a little bit under the close at 10.50, only to 06.50. Then we just caught a bid, 31.45 and a half. Nothing, folks, on the upside here. Next daily high, you got to go back into February. February 28th, 31.70.75. That's all I can give you on the upside. On the downside, uh, old resistance, new support, uh, former high of the move, 29 and a half. We'll be keeping an eye on that. Uh, as well as mid-range on the session. Mid-range comes right in that area, too, at 31.26. But we'll talk about this when Dennis comes on. But this is ahead of a jobs number, too. I mean, this is just unbridled enthusiasm here for, before a big economic number. Uh, crude, that's in the green by 96 cents. Uh, OPEC helping it along on its ride to 40 bucks, up 94 cents at 38.35. 
Gold down 1770 at 1701.20. Who needs gold when you can buy stocks? Silver down 20 cents at 1786. Bitcoin down $160 at 9,735. Uh, Triple D, you were talking about new all time highs, but were you talking about today or early <laughs> next, early I, next week? I'm going to keep preaching it. It feels like the market wants to go to all time highs. I mean, this, you, what you are witnessing here right now is one of the biggest short squeezes that I've ever seen in my life. And um, somebody was asking me on Twitter, have you seen this before? I've never seen the indiscriminate buying of stocks that and companies that aren't growing. Back in 1999, you saw indiscriminate buying across the board, but companies then were actually growing. They were small expansion companies, internet companies that were growing. What you're seeing now in the last week is indiscriminate buying of companies that are in trouble. And yes, maybe they were priced too weak, but now it's getting to a point where it's like you look at American Airlines and we're back to where we were at the end of February. I mean, yes, you know, it was $30 maybe before all this thing started. So maybe there's still room, but I mean, you're 20 bucks here now. You got two thirds. It got down to, where do we get down to? Just even a week and a half ago when it looked like Warren Buffett low, we could call it $8. You're talking about a stock that's up over 200% now from the bottom or close to 200% from the bottom, eight sixteen. 150%. I mean, go. these are just incredible, incredible moves. 50% yesterday, tacking on another 18% here this morning. Raymond James analyst comes out, downgrades it to sell today. That's completely ignored, obviously, because we are just full on indiscriminate buying, buy whatever has short interest. American Airlines, a short interest I'd imagine is huge. And you are squeezing the hell out of anybody. I think it's 35%. You're squeezing, squeezing the hell out of the shorts. And you want to see a short squeeze? Look at Hertz, HT Zebra. I even thought about this yesterday. I was like, they're going to start buying stuff. I was like, I almost should go take a fly. I looked at Hertz and it was sitting right at the lows at 80 cents. And then I moved on. So mad at myself that I, I was thinking and I thought it, you know, just after the show, like, a, and, and Kramer mentioned Hertz too. And I was like, oh, I haven't looked at that. You know, where is it? It's 80 cents. And I'm like, I thought it. I thought that, hey, it's, there's a potential they're just going to start, you know, just buying anything and anything with high short interest. And if you look at the Hertz in short interest, you know, it's, it's running like for, over 40%. So it's not surprising that these stocks are getting these wicked pops. Hertz is up 74% again today. So go to your scanners and look at what has short interest that's over 30, 40%. And if it hasn't moved yet and you were short that stock, cover. If that's, and that's what people are doing right now. If they are short a stock that has a 40% short interest and it hasn't really went up a lot, they're covering. And even if it has went up a lot, they're covering. Shorts are getting absolutely annihilated. I've never seen shorts getting killed like this before. In, the, in, in companies that are in trouble. These are companies, a lot of these companies are actually in trouble. Like some of these teetering on bankruptcy or in the case of Hertz, are bankrupt. LK, getting delisted doesn't matter right now because this indiscriminate buying is looking at anything that hasn't went, anything with some short interest in it, and they are squeezing the life out of them. I don't know if it's huge algorithmic programs I've just identified. We can really put the pain trade on the shorts here, but this is just absolutely amazing to watch. So right now, you absolutely, unless you're hedged, and you know, and I've had some, you know, I had a Coles Macy's pair on working very well. 
I was, and I'm out of it now. Actually, I have a little bit left of the Coles, but short Coles, long Macy's from last night because, and, and buying Macy's because Coles trading up a little bit. But I mean, just to be flat out short Coles, it's really tough. But when you're looking at some of these smaller companies like a Hertz and an LK, and there's a lot of other examples out there, it's a really tough market to put your fundamental hat on and analyze and say it's going to go. What I've been saying before, don't trade on company valuations. Don't trade on fundamentals here right now. Trade on what you're seeing in the tape. And right now, you're having an epic short squeeze. How does this end? It ends ugly. This is all hot potato trading. And we've seen hot potato trading before, just not in this type of environment where companies are in so much trouble and such a disconnect from the economy. But I really believe that this is going to end very, very ugly. So if you're putting and investing in these companies right now, I think it's wrong. If you're trading them, congratulations. I said yesterday it doesn't pay to chase when American Airlines was 12 and a half bucks or $13 in the pre-market. And it would have paid to chase you. <laughs> there you so go. So there is always an exception to the rule. And yesterday there was. I wish, you know, I actually was long American Airlines coming in um, to the day. I sold it early in the pre-market, I think before the show even started, um, and made like 30, 40 cents on it. It was the worst sale ever. <laughs> I mean, the thing, the thing ran 50% yesterday. I've never seen anything like this. It's, it's, you know it's amazing what's, to watch. One thing, too, I mean, is, you know, so if just like if we try and take something away from this, right? We, so we, we're not long these stocks, these penny stocks that have exploded. But I think one thing that we've talked about on the show is, you know, you're shorting a stock at a buck, a buck and a half, okay? Yeah, maybe they're going bankrupt. But you know your reward. Your reward is a buck and a half, right? Yes. And, you're, and you're tying up your capital for that. But what's your risk when you're shorting these things? They're, so, they're realizing it right now. Yep. Ertz, the people who are shorting that on fundamentals that, hey, this is likely a zero. I'm going to tell you the truth. It is likely a zero. But it ain't a zero right now. And if nope. you were shorting that at 80 cents yesterday, you were down a cool 82. I can't even do the math on all these things. You are down a cool 200% <laughs> on your money. You were going for 100%. Well, you're down 200%. That's a terrible risk-reward. Shorting companies under a buck is always a risky proposition. But if you're looking to make money, and I don't know how long this trade's going to go. It's feeling long in the tooth. It felt long in the tooth yesterday. It feels long in the tooth today. But if you are looking for, you know, what could move next, go look at the short interest, run your scanner, and see, you know, if it hasn't run, there's a possibility that the company could run. So I, I, it, it's a tough environment just to put logic to it. You cannot put logic nope. to this. Nope. Just got to go with what you're seeing, and we are seeing short squeeze central. If you want to look at Hertz, I mean, I don't even know if you can really justify anything with technicals. It's just because well, it's you can with technicals, but <laughs> when, 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 when the machines flip to sell, then you'll know it. Uh, but you did hit two seventy nine this morning, and there's a gap between two. I mean, basically up another hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you another know what? This 100%. is this is kind of interesting. You, I mean, this is purely technical. You did have a gap down from two eighty. You have a gap between 147 and 280. So there you go. You're filling a gap. Your close on that day was 284. And then your next daily high is 304. But I mean, that's just, that's just technical analysis. But 
anything can happen. It's just when the fleet, you know, when they flip to sell, when they run out of buyers, run out of buyers, run out of buyers, and then they'll just jack it all the way down. It, it, it feels right now like the opposite of how it felt back at the lows where people were panic selling. You Good know, point. my wife was like, sell everything. I never want to invest in a stock again. Um, and that was obviously right at the lows. It feels now a little bit, and especially not in all these stocks. I'll tell you, it's not in every stock. And we're seeing record rotations. Money's coming out of stocks. It wasn't For like, sure. you know, there was stock. We, the market was down yesterday. So you're seeing the rotation come out of every, all the safety trade. The money is rotating out of all the names they piled into, all the safety stocks. And it's piling into all of this stuff, the reopening stocks, call them. But, you know, we know the reopening is still a lot of question marks around it. But the market is zero concerned about that. It's zero concerned about a lot of things right now. All it is concerned about is FOMO. It is the fear of missing out and it is the fear and it is punishing shorts. So one, punishing the shorts. Two, you have full on FOMO, people panicking. I had probably five people message me yesterday, you know, about American Airlines, about, you know, and friends. And like, should I buy? And this is usually a time to sell. So if you're in American Airlines, I would have probably sold it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You're getting another, if you're long it, lucky enough to be long it. You're getting another 19% today. It's a $20. The stock has basically doubled in a week. I don't, It's yeah. a company that's in a lot of trouble. I don't know where the top of this thing's going to be, but I think when I look at American Airlines six months from now, I think it's lower because I think we're not out of the woods on this. We know some of these airlines have went bankrupt before. I'm not saying it's going to do that. It doesn't appear to be going to do that, but I don't think we're in a full recovery where it's now time to just buy stocks at any price. Uh, so you... I'm not chasing it up here. I wasn't chasing yesterday. I would have paid to chase. Um, but I, I can't control the risk. Uh, I couldn't control the risk yesterday at $15, $16. I definitely can't control the risk at 20 This thing could be at 17 in a heartbeat. And, you know, and how, where's your out? So it's still, you know, it, it, if you get a significant pullback, you know, that's an opportunity. The time to buy American Airlines was back on the 29th when it pulled back. Had the breakout, it pulled back. Now it's gone. But chasing worked yesterday. So if you made sure. money chasing, Who knows today? do what you got to do. Uh, 20, I'm, I'm not chasing. 2035, if you want to go back, you said February, you had a high at 2035. And then you had another high at 2248. So take a look at that. We have, we're right there right now, uh, 2024. So right there, you're knocking on the door, the February 28th high. And then you got 2248. But this is a scenario if... Like you're not going to catch, like I, you know, who knows if you have a 500 pair, uh, 500 share position and let's say your target was 20 and like you're holding out for more or whatever. If there was ever a time to try and scale out, I mean, if you want to get out, if you think this is going back to 35 bucks, then don't get out. But the only way you're going to catch a good average sale price is scaling out on something like this. Because once it turns, like I saw it hit 18.13, and I turned my head and I looked back, it was at like 16 and a half. Oh yeah, they're wicked And then it came back, too. so, you know, hit, you know, catch the, if, if it's in your target area, catch it on the way up, catch, you know, scale it out. Start with your lowest amount of shares first. Let's say you have a thousand share position, throw a hundred out there at 20.50, see if you get taken. Throw 200 out at 21, see if you get taken. 300 at 21.50, see. But then when they stop taking your offers, then you- You, you get it, Joe, Joe but you're talking like, this thing's trading so rapidly, there's no feel on the tape. On a slow tape, that stuff works that you're talking about. This is a fast tape. Your 500,000 shares is like liquid water. You're getting taken. Everything's getting done. 
So throw it out there. You want to get done, get done. There's no feel off of a trade like this. There's no like, you know, maybe on an iceberg, you see a big iceberg, but your 500 shares is absolutely meaningless on this stock. There's no feel trade. on 500 shares when a stock's trade 15 million in the pre-market. 5,000 shares right now is meaningless on, meaningless on this stock. 5,000 shares is getting done. It's 3,500, 6,800. I mean, you got an iceberg, somebody wants to sell a million shares. Okay, well, that can be a stopper, but you know, when you're just playing around and you want to get a feel, you know, and, and what you're sure. saying applies when the stocks are trading a little bit, you know, slower, you know, I've done, you know, exactly what you're saying, you know, it's classic market making and feeling what's in the crowd and feeling it's all there. This is not what's feeling in the crowd. This is feeling anything. This is crazy trading right now. So if you, you just got to go and say, hey, I made some money on this and getting the hell out uh, while the getting's good because it's going to get ugly here, but who knows where this thing tops out? So maybe you just shake your Jeff Mackey purple crayon, draw a trend. I don't know how the hell you even do that on this. It's so far above trend. But it, it, when it turns, it's going to turn fabulously as well. So these stocks will fall 25 30% in the matter of like 30 minutes. They will do that at some point in time. Where that is, you know, they did it yesterday. American Airlines at one point, like you were pointing out, 18 to 16. So that, what does that fall? It's about 15% in a matter of half an hour. So there's going to be some wicked sell-offs in here too. And I guess those were the buying opportunities. But again, what you're buying right now, and there's so many people that are going to be putting American Airlines in their long-term portfolio at $20.10 and saying, it's going back to 30. You know, it's going back to 30. I'm good to go. And it'll be at 15 on them. And then they'll be like, well, I know it's coming back eventually. And that's how you get stuck with, you know, a long-term loser. So if you, it's a trade make it a trade. Don't let the trade become an investment. You want to jump in this crazy stuff? If this what's, you know, is, excites you, this is your casino stock, jump in there. I'm not in American Airlines. I can trade them and pair them against each other to try to minimize the risk. And maybe that's a better way to approach it. I mean, I was pairing these things the day before, but it's so crazy right now. Um, it, the, pair, the pair way is the best way to play it. And, but what I mean by that is pick, you know, they're all moving right now. So, you know, you see one moving a little bit extreme, you know, you're buying one and selling short the other. At least you're somewhat controlling the risk in that case. But these things are epically crazy right now. And, you know, American Airlines is a stock that has a one, two cent range sometimes for a couple hours, you know, and now it's got a one, you know, it's got a one, two dollar range in a matter of like minutes. It's all just uh, momentum, a lot of algorithmic trading in here right now where it stops, where the, where the ride stops, nobody knows. $20 sounds like a good level. It sounds like a good area to stop, but who the hell knows? 15 sounded like a good level too yesterday. And it blew through that like a hot knife through butter. So it's very tricky to trade this type of stuff. This is the hardest stuff to trade. This is exactly how I don't make my living. And you know what? Maybe you're not in it to make a living. Maybe you're in it to get rich fast. You can get rich fast on these stocks. You can get poor fast on them too. So everybody is naturally attracted to this kind of stuff. Everybody. I'm attracted to it. I can't my eyes off it. It's awesome. But again, this is not how you come in and you're like, okay, this is a stock that I'm going to get rich on. You're coming in and buying this at 20 bucks right now. You're chasing a company that is in a lot of trouble. Again, that trouble may have been over mispriced, you know, when Correct, Warren Buffett was selling at eight bucks, or, or I guess he wasn't in American Airlines, but, you know, maybe it was mispriced. But I tell you, when I look at a 20, I think there's a lot of issues here. This is not what I want in my long-term portfolio. It doesn't stop you from trading it, but the trade's tough too. There is a lot of risk in here. 
All right, Tom, just keep an eye. I mean, we don't have to go through all these airline stocks, but just keep an eye on your pre-market highs if you're looking for, you know, a potential area of resistance. But not everything is up this morning. And uh, one, one stock's down because of earnings. Uh, Spencer, why don't you give us uh, the slack earnings? Yeah, one more thing I want to uh, sure. chime in on before. I really like how, how Ryan Dietrich framed it yesterday. And we've talked about this on our show, but I, I like how he framed it. If you look at the last two major market corrections, 2008. Uh, the stocks that were, or the companies that were ground zero of those respective uh, bubbles, uh, those are the ones that lagged for the entire next decade, right? Yeah. Uh, tech, tech that went crazy in, in the dot-com bubble, uh, yeah, a, a lot of that lag, it took 10, 12 years to get back to where it was. The financial, same thing after 08. So I like how he framed that it wouldn't shock me if the airlines, the cruise lines, uh, the casinos, all these, these, these tourism-based, travel-based companies, if they lag for the next decade, that's possible. Nate lag oh, now. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. Especially if consumer, uh, consumer habits have changed to a certain extent. You know, we don't know what's going to happen here. Right, right. now, it's full FOMO. Market's just buying no matter what, and they're not putting their thinking cap on. This is a time as an investor that you can put your thinking cap on. And there are some good companies getting tossed away here right now because they were hiding in that so-called, you know, um, which we've been talking about, the safety trade. The tech companies, if you've got your eye on a tech company that you like, you know, this is the time to take a look. I mean, the queues are going to go red here. We're, we're almost red. So they hate Crazy. tech right now. It's the exact opposite of what, where we were three weeks ago. When three weeks ago, they had to buy every tech. At, you know, we were saying, you know, it's going to turn around. And, you know, and Shopify now, you look at a stock like this, it's completely out of favor. It can't, it, it's, it's selling off in a tape. And why? Because they're taking the money that they piled into Shopify and now they're piling it into this stuff. That there's a lot of, and a lot of people think everybody's getting rich. Everybody's getting rich except me. This is the concept that people think. And they're thinking, everybody's getting rich except me. I see this American Airlines go to 12 to 20 and everybody just got rich except me. I'm going to tell you, you're going to only hear from Twitter the people who got rich. You're not going to hear from the people that were on the wrong side. A lot of people piled into Shopify at $800. A lot of people piled in to you know, the gaming stocks when they were making the highs. A lot of people piled into a lot of these stocks. Um, even work, Slack, a lot of people are in Slack. And you know, that trade's come off. That trade, the stay-at-home trade, is completely out of favor right now. People hiding in Zoom right now, it was great earnings and it's held up because the earnings were really awesome. But, you know, I had a rough day yesterday and it's down here again this morning. Down 330, so, yep. So there, there's, you know, what they're doing now is they're, they're taking out of the companies that were performing well, the companies that were firing on all cylinders and they're putting it into the trash. And there's people who are going to buy American Airlines today and it could, and, and it's 2050. It's up 50 more cents from where I was just talking about. Who knows where it tops out? I'm not saying go short it. These things are rocket ships, you know, the, the Nick Shaheen, too hot to chase, too hot to short. Totally applies here. Totally applies here. But there is yeah. people who are going to be buying these things thinking it's going back to 30. Maybe it is. Maybe it's going to go 30 today. I mean, I just watched it go up 50%. I mean, 2248. It's not impossible. I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> I'm going to stick but with But I highly doubt. I, I think when, from my experience, and I say one more thing, I'll let you guys talk because I know I've been rambling on. But from it's my okay. experience, okay. you had a huge move. A huge outsider move. This is a classic two-day move. I know you can say, well, American Airlines is going up for three, four days. This is the day that it hit the headlines. American Airlines was up 50% yesterday. This was the night. This morning's papers talking about the big moves in the airlines yesterday. What happens? P 
people call their brokers in the morning. This is the two-day move that I've played the whole time, my whole entire 20-year trading career. The two-day move is here. You know, and people say, I haven't seen it before. So maybe I haven't just haven't seen it to these extremes. They call their broker and they're like, I need to buy American Airlines. Get me in at any cost. You know when they're going to get in? At the 930 open. You know where American True. Airlines is going to open up at 930? Maybe 21, maybe 22. It's going to open up at a crazy price. You know what's going to happen? I think they're going to pull the rug out from under it. So, so all those Johnny come lately's I call their broker this morning, the people who have day jobs, and maybe nobody has a day job because of the economy we're in. But the people who have day jobs are going to come in, call their brokers, or call or try to go in. And not try even call to their brokers. You don't have to call your broker anymore, call. Dennis. You who, just who, hit who a button. Call? Yeah. Who can you call? Hit a button. Just hop on your phone. Hop on your Robinhood app. You there, how yeah. many, though? Okay. And, and, you know, maybe it's a pre- And that's what we're seeing here this morning, people piling in. So what I'm saying is a lot of times you see after the first day, the second day, the second day at the open, in the first 10 minutes, it turns. So we'll see if that applies today. I don't know where it's going to open. I don't know where American Airlines is going to open. I don't know where Delta is going to open. But what I think no one knows. what I think is going to happen, and this is just my opinion, I could be very wrong, but what I think is going to happen, this is going to top out at the open. It's going to maybe give you a little oomph. And within 15 minutes, it's going to be read from the open. If it cuts through the open, if you're trading the stock you and go. it opens at 21, and it runs to 22 and comes back through 21, I would get the hell out because it will case. be ugly. So wherever it opens, write that price down. Write that price down. And if it comes, if you and use that as a reference. So if I'm going to buy this thing at the open, and I'm going to be crazy, and I'm not because I think it's going <laughs> to open at the highs. But if I was, and it opens at 22 and runs up to 23, I'd put my stop at 22. Do not let that thing come back through the open because it comes back yep. through the open it is going to turn hard. This could be a day where the trade turns. I thought a little bit, but you didn't have the big move. You know, you had a little run up. It felt a little bit overextended. It felt ridiculous yesterday. Follow through the next day is, is, is common. Let's see what happens at the open. All right, 826. I could Dennis. be very wrong. Dennis, yeah. you got, Dennis this, this may go down as one of your best and longest rants. This is going to go down as one of my best or my worst because I made a bold <laughs> call. I think American Airlines tops out within the first 15 minutes. Hey, that's today. why we're here, man. I don't and know the price, but I'll have my shorting shoes on if that thing cuts back through the open. Okay. I, I imagine if I call my broker, they'll say, uh, we don't do this. Go on the, go online, go on our app, and they hang up on me. <laughs> well, a lot of retail brokers don't offer pre-market trading. Do they, most, that's or true. Do they all true. do it now? Yeah. Do they uh, all do it? Just... There's restricted hours. I don't have a retail. I have an interactive yeah. broker. Yeah, you have, you have IB. Yeah, yeah right. but IB uh, does. Yeah. Is, is like Robinhood, do they have like yes. pre-market? They all have pre-market? Yes, yes. Okay, so maybe they all do now. Yeah. All right, all right. Moving, moving on to Slack here. Uh, this one was out after the close yesterday. Priced uh, to perfection. The report was good. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll read you the numbers here. The Q1 adjusted EPS, they lost $0.02 cents per share versus a $0.06 cent loss estimate. Sales of 201 versus $187 million. So they beat on both the numbers for Q1, and they gave Q2 EPS guidance a couple of cents above the estimate. Sales guidance also above the estimate. And then the fiscal year guidance uh, for the EPS and sales were also good. Uh, they said paid customers were up 28% on a year-over-year basis. This was a good report, but I think maybe Not good price, enough. To, price to perfection. Yeah, we talked about it. I warned about it on Zoom. Um, when you saw Zoom absolutely blow it away and they still tried to take the stock red and it really wasn't up much on it. 
I, I said, if hadn't had that run-up, Zoom would be up 30% on that last report. It was a fabulous report. So the, the bar, and you can say, what's working? Work and Zoom are related. They're, these stocks are related because these are st pure stay-at-home plays. You know, it's the way people are communicating for work. So they're very much related. Um, and you looked at the Zoom. You saw the money spear trade start yesterday with work when it did the double top, 44. You know, you can see the two tops, 39.99, 40.07. And you knew for this to go through 40, it was going to take an epic report. And it was not epic. And they started hitting it and they never stopped hitting and they've knocked it down. Is there support around 30? Absolutely. There's people who are buying the dip today. Uh, the valuation scares me, but I wouldn't be against it. I wouldn't be totally against it. I mean, this is a story that could get hot again. If we go into a, a second lockdown where the, and this is really the play on work and Zoom, you know, they, the, these stocks want a second lockdown. These stocks will then turn around, but we're a ways away from there. So do I think you have to come on on day one and buy work? If the rotation turns, I'd, I'd watch the overall market rotation. If you start seeing it come out of these American Airlines and start to go back into the tech, then yes. But right now, tech is out of favor. Growth tech is very much out of favor. It's temporary, I think. Hey, I think Dennis, one minute. Dennis, one minute. Okay, I got to go. Yeah, I got to go. Uh, real quick on work here. In the first, you know, they hit it right away. But uh, someone's lurking here at the 3150 area. And the reason I say that is between 430 and 515, all your lows were between 3130 and 3180. Now you're a buck 30 off that. So I'm just thinking, you know, they're not chasing. Maybe they haven't taken it up, but I kind of like 3130 and then 3380 is where it opened up uh, the 4 a.m. session. So here we are. We are coming into a jobs report. I don't know if this really matters at all. Uh, It'll move. But yeah, market's going to move off this. Um, what are we looking for, Mr. Israel? We are looking for a uh, non-farm payroll loss of seven of seven point five million to eight million jobs lost last month. Unemployment, uh, I've seen anywhere between 19 and 20% for the unemployment rate. So uh, 7.5 to 8 million Here we go. Uh, for the jobs, uh, for the non-farm payrolls. Uh, oh, okay, 2.5 million. Okay, so a, lo a, a loss, excuse me. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Is that right? Is that a gain? Did I read that correctly? Wow. Okay. Uh, a gain of 2.5 million jobs last month, non-farm payrolls, versus an 8 million loss estimate. Wow. So the, the <laughs> April, I'm sorry. So the Mar here's the March reading. The March reading, we lost 20.5 million jobs. Uh, and the, um, well, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a month off. The April reading, we lost 20.5 million jobs. And the, uh, the May reading, we gained 2.5 million jobs. So that is a really surprising number here. Uh, unemployment rate, 13%. Wow. So a, a big jump in the right direction for the uh, non-farm payrolls and the unemployment rate. The estimates were way, way off to the downside here. That is a very surprising report. That's a very good report. Wow. And uh, I, I mean, when I woke up uh, this morning and I saw the spoos high, I was like, oh, so we're going to have a good jobs number. You know, and that's even before, you know, flipping on all the screens and uh, and looking at everything. Uh, we're just ripping. I mean, we even got a little bit of a rip here uh, before the number. Uh, we are just making new highs on the sessions. 31.48. We just hit. Uh, your pre former pre-market high was at 45 and a half. And 
when I tell you I have no daily highs until 31.70.75, uh, I mean, that's the way it is, folks. I mean, you can't, you can't put levels in there when there's, there's no levels. So 31.70.75, uh, approaching it, 25 handles away. That also would fit within the daily range or the average daily trading range. We hit uh, 31.06. 50 overnight your nine day average training range has been six, uh, 61 points so all the math uh, pointing here to a potential uh, 3170 today so, so two two initial comments one this is going to add fuel to the fire to every stock we just talked about i don't i haven't looked at the chart but if i pull up american airlines here yup blast off mode they're all going to blast off on this second thing is this should make make it clear that Nobody has any clue what is happening as far as economic models. You, you can't, you can't model this at all. So whether it's uh, economic consensus or a, a company uh, giving guidance, you you got to discount that heavily because no one has any clue what is actually happening out there. I mean, look at American Airlines here. Okay, well, yeah, twenty one. Yeah, I I mean, it got through that twenty and change. I, let's see what, how high did we get. This is going to add more fuel to everything. Dave and Buster's, they're all going to go up. If- uh, we're just at the high. You hit 21.75 there. Still hoping for 22.48. But I uh, think hit- you're going to see upside capitulation at the open. I'm going to keep saying I'm not saying short it right now. I don't know where the open's going to be, but this is going to add that fuel to the fire to give you that everyone has to get in at the open. They're like, oh, my God, the jobs number was done good, too. Yeah. Buy, buy, Mortimer, buy, buy, buy. I think you're going to see it at the open. This feels like upside capitulation. I don't know if I'm the only one that uses that word, upside, because you hear capitulation. Downside, it, yeah. It feels like upside capitulation is coming here at the open. So if I was long a lot of this trash stocks, I'd be getting my 930 order ready. That's my opinion. I have no idea. You know, this is, you know, this is crazy markets right now. So, you know, it could go higher. It could keep going. I don't know the answer, but all I know is there seems to just be people who have to buy no matter what at this point in time. The, the shorts are like just getting squeezed. Was there much like action there, Dennis? Off, could you, uh, you couldn't lift anything, right? It was probably so fast there. A little bit. Was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lifted a couple bank stocks. Okay. Because right. the banks are up five, so I was lifting some that were only up three. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm, that's, in, that's I'm in shock classic here. Statter, just the classic index arbor right there. I, I'm in shock here. The unemployment rate actually went down last month. I, I'm I'm in shock. But that's from levels that, again, that's from levels where we haven't seen. Like, are we, right. Are we but talking didn't we about... say didn't we say last month that oh wait till next month? Yep. I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it's unbelievable what's going on. I don't know. With... I'm totally gobsmacked. I don't, I don't know how to. This is just. This is so, crazy. Okay. okay, I wasn't paying attention to the jobs number. I was only looking at the S and P. So give, give me all that information that you just read. Okay. Um, I'm looking here, and yes, yeah, so it went. So we were supposed to lose eight million jobs, and we actually gained jobs. Right? Yes, what we gained two about? and a half million jobs last month. We lost. 20 and a half million jobs. So we went from losing 20 and a half million to gaining two and a half million. It's impressive. It's, it's crazy. Unemployment rate went from 14% to 13%. It's impressive. I mean, it's going to, like you said, it's going to add fuel to the fire. Like the money managers who are underinvested here are like really like full panic here this morning. Yeah. So full panic, going to be full panic here. I mean, I'm seeing step up buyers and stuff here. 
and there's just like no even concern oh, for what price is. So it's incredible to watch. I don't think I have seen this. Th- you see this on the sell side. You just don't see it on the buy side very often. I, I guess I would too say, many people were just short. I, I would say hold on tight till the open because it's going to be a wild hour here because they're just going to be cause, wild. Because now everyone is going to see well, what you just said, Dennis. Everyone's going to see that and they're going to hop on their Robin Hoods and their Weebles and their whatever brokerage they use. Citigroup's up seven more percent here right now. I mean, these are just incredible moves. Wells Fargo's up another nine percent. So it's it's amazing to watch this, but a lot of these stocks getting back, you know, losses. We're we're getting to Citigroup pricing where what's this when this thing started? A lot of these stocks, you know, even the trash ones are coming back to to where the when the thing started. So now it's discounted it's it's counting at a complete recovery. A complete recovery. And it might be right. And it might be right. And we have cheaper money. So, you know, maybe there's an argument to be higher than we were before we recovered. But um, on my long-term stuff, I'm still underinvested. So not good for my long-term portfolio. Like I've been saying, I think we're going all-time highs. I've been saying it. When I start saying that, 200 points ago, I said, if you're short, I'm saying, I don't want to be short anything. I've been saying this for two weeks. You know, yes, I'm staying underinvested. I said, long, short-term, short, long-term. And not short, long-term, but meaning underinvested long-term. Because hey, I, I don't, I can't fathom, you know, buying some of these stocks when they're coming back to the highs. I can't fathom it. But with that being said, the trading, you're trading these things. Holy mackerel. This 350. Uh, we just hit 31.60 and a quarter. Uh, American Airlines approaching that 21.75 level. That was the pre-market high. The only number I threw out on there was 22.48, but uh We'll see what that what that happens. Uh, so so digging, digging a little deeper here uh, in terms of the individual sectors, leisure and hospitality gained 1.24 million jobs. Construction gained about half a million. Education and health about half a million. Retail gained 368,000. Manufacturing up a quarter million. Um, don't look now, but Boeing is going to hit 200. It's going through 200. Yeah, it's going to at least top and get through 200. I mean, these things that one they were looking good two weeks ago. We talked about these stocks. One thirty five. We set up Boeing. I mean, they were looking good. I, it, it's unbelievable. I never thought that they would get this wicked of a rally. You could feel a rally was coming. I just never thought it would be like this. But again, it feels like it's way gone the other way now, doesn't it? You coming uh, and buying stocks, Joel? Uh, I mean, I just stuck with the, you know my index funds on the way down and just watched them go down. Didn't didn't add to them and haven't added them on the way up. So uh, probably ahead of where I was before that. But uh, I'm sure glad that uh, you know I did try you know the hedging. The timing was off a little bit, but uh, sure glad that I didn't try and do that anymore because man, you could have just I, lost. I guess the story is just don't trade your long term portfolio. Buy your stocks that you like and hold oh, on. Dennis, I could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wish you would have told me. I sold a lot of stocks. I'll be honest. I sold a lot of stocks. Really. You know, you sold I sold good. a lot before. I did. I sold most of them before. I could actually probably still rebuy them and still be better off. Like my investment account is at all time highs. So, you know, and the market's not at all time highs. So I'm still ahead of it. But I'm like, I could have really scalped <laughs> if I would have been like going back full in, you know, at 295, even two weeks ago when I was talking about the market making all time highs, I should have went full in. Oh, your accountant would have loved that, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I triggered some big ass capital gains too, I'll tell you. So the tax guy likes what I did as well. So. <laughs> He'll be busy. Yeah, He'll my be... investment account's at all time highs. But uh, uh, I, you know, the market's going to be at all time highs here too. It's going to leave me in the dust if it keeps going higher. So maybe I got to just chase and get back invested. 
Dennis, you you could be. I think there's gonna be a pullback for me to get back in. It's yeah. always another train. There's always another train. Always <laughs> another train. I keep saying that. Meanwhile, I'm like, holy crap, this train has left the building. We're all bad. I I'm, I'm I'm reminded of an article that I I reread a couple months ago. This is from the New York Times in January 2018, and it's my favorite headline ever written. And the headline is, "Everyone is getting hilariously rich, and you're not." And it was all about all that Bitcoin, people buying Bitcoin and getting rich on Bitcoin. And I, I like to. They'll I, be writing that article. I, 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 like, I like to read that headline or reread that article. I reread it a couple months ago just as a reminder of, of, of what bubbles can be like. But it was from January 2018, the New York Times, all about how everyone's getting rich on Bitcoin. And, and uh, great headline, great article, just really gets into the sentiment of, of a bubble. Um, you could that, be wrong. That's what we're into now in the market. Dennis, I mean, you, could, you could be wrong for months. Bubble. You could be wrong for months. I mean, what do you mean, it could be wrong for months. You're, you you're, think, we think the bubble's going to get bigger. You're waiting for a pullback. Who's to say? You've said uh, several times now that you think, oh, top could be in. Top could be in. We don't know. No, I said, I, who, who, what are you talking about? I, was, I said all time highs two weeks ago, Spencer. You know, I said I, it, I've said it every day on the show. I think we're going all time highs. Okay, you're right. You have said that. But you've I'm also- saying it the whole time. I've been saying I think you're going to get a pullback. You, we've had pullbacks the whole way up. We haven't had right. one for a week and Fine. a half. We are due for one. We're going to have some upside capitulation here today. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this market closed red today. I'm not joking. I wouldn't be surprised. We're up 500 points here right now. I feel like today is the day to sell. I feel like this is the day. It feels like it. I, I might be wrong. It's just feel, right? I trade on feel, though. I made my living trade on feel. I feel like today is going to be the day that everybody has to get in the first 20 minutes and they're going to pull a rug out from under it. And then everybody's going to be like, what did I just do? I just bought American Airlines at 23 bucks, and it's 19. How did this happen? <laughs> I, I think that's going to happen. I'm, I mean, I'm talking the overall market here. So if I was buying stocks right now, I'd be looking at the former stocks that have been thrown out. And I already own Take-Two. That's been a bad one. But they're going to get hit today. Take-Two could go down to 120 bucks today because they absolutely hate companies that are making money. So, you know, that's going to be, an, if it gets down to 120 bucks, I will buy more take two. Um, I think the gaming stocks are, they're going to be complete. They're not, they're not even down right now. They're not down in the pre-market. They're going to go down. I think you're going to see take two down five bucks here at the open. I'm not joking. I think they're going to get hit because people don't want these stocks right now. So test, 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 test. That's Jason. Jason, we hear you. Let's bring Jason and bring in some logic here. Bring some logic. <laughs> All right, Jason Rasnick is the founder and CEO of Benzinga. Jason, good morning. Morning, guys. How are you? Is he smoking a cigarette? Yes. <laughs> he needs a cigarette here right now. Yeah. <laughs> What's it, going on? It's a, it's a pen. It's a pen. <laughs> uh, but I was, I, I was going to channel my Hugh Hefner, you know, wearing the robe and all, but when you said that. But I have, let's do a little bit of a different show a little bit for a minute. I got, I got a list of items. I'm going to start with Dennis, but we can only spend two minutes per item, okay? Let's do it. All right, wait, let me get the timer. Hold on. Well, get it. Get it. You're wasting time. Ready, Dennis? Go. Go. Start. Joel, time fire. in the background. That's Three. one sentence. Go ahead. Come on, guys. Three days ago, Dennis, you said you would sell Zoom at $60 billion valuation at 196 and buy Shopify at a $90 billion valuation. Um, and Zoom, you know, had earnings didn't really do much, but then it, then it took off. Went to like 214, shops uh, falling. Where do you stand on the Zoom and Shopify trade now? That was what was said in your Benzinga article. What I said on my, the show was, if I'm buying, 
if I'm buying, I would rather own Zoom. Or I'd rather own Shopify than Zoom. I didn't do either. I didn't yeah, do either no. of those trades. But what I said on the show, by the way, by the way, was I would rather own Shopify at 90 billion than Zoom at 60 billion. That still stands, and those market caps are almost identical to where right. I said that. Yeah, the Shopify by, is about the same price. By the way, about the same price. By the way, I know it's two hundred three, Jason. Two hundred three. So it's I said one ninety eight. It's it's up. It's at sixty one billion now. So and it went to two fourteen after earnings the next day or two twenty. Okay, sure. So, but by the way, I want the reason I'm making the point is your logic makes sense. Complete. If you think about it, Shopify's portfolio is a lot more diversified than Zoom. $60 billion for a video software when there's so much competitors that we're going to come around and introduce it for free. I mean, Amazon has a slogan that your margin is my gain, you know? And so Zoom being at $60 billion, the logic, when, De when Dennis said that on Monday, I was like, because I own Zoom, I'm like, it makes complete sense. I would rather own Shopify too. I didn't sell it because I didn't want to take that big capital gain type thing. Yeah. But I... I need to get insurance on my Zoom position. I'm just saying that logic that you have makes complete sense. And I think the markets, if you really look at it, are illogical, you know, are illogical because Zoom should not be at the, even though the numbers were so great. I mean, they were double, double, double. Awesome. But, but you knew they were going to be every, Zoom became a verb. Zoom became is like Kleenex to, you know, to tissue. I mean, you knew that. And so, yeah, yeah. but it should it be a 70 or hundred billion dollar company. I'm not meaning to talk my position down, but that, but I'm like, you get a lot of smarts on this show and you talking about that made me think twice. I'm like, I need to figure out how to get insurance on zoom because um, I'm a sold that day. Cause I, it makes, it makes sense. Next thing, airlines, they're, they're crazy how they're trading right now. Two weeks ago that I was on, I was on the show and I was talking about that long-term thing. If you, you know, what is going to be in four years? Are people going to be traveling? Are they mean taking trips to Florida? And that was my logic for that. You know, if like you buy an airline, if you believe, don't look, think about it, put it in that, that stock account that you don't look at. You know, I have that one stock account I do not look at. So in my one stock account that I do not look at, I bought Delta like a week and a half ago and I just have it there. I'm not looking at it. I will, I will not look because what happens when I look at these things, I sell too quickly or I do so. Well, then again, I had that problem too. But then again, Dennis would probably say, well, Jason, you don't sell too quickly if the market's going down, right? When the market goes up, you, you, it's that, that FOMO. Um, and then my next one, so, but, but I do own Delta and I'm not selling Delta. I'm keeping Delta for- Why Delta? And why not Spirit? Why not LUV? Did, did you like them the best? Is there like a fundamental reason why? Delta? No. So I did buy Spirit for a minute, but then I remembered how much I hate Spirit. It was <laughs> passion. I did. And then I, and then I bought JetBlue, Dennis. And then I was down like um, 8% on it and I, or 6%. I'm like, you know what? I got, I got to get out of uh, JetBlue and just go to what I like the brand that I love Delta. I think they just do a great job and I like the points and I, I'm, I, I'm a sucker for it. So no good trading reason. Detroit hub too. Detroit hub for sure. Now I hate that it's a Detroit hub because then it's more expensive. If you, if you book a Delta flight for Chicago, it's half the price because they have so much more competitors. Um, you know, so, but that, but yes, I do. I bought Delta. Um, so I'm holding on for, I'm holding, I'm not going to sell it. So, you know, you could come back on the show in two weeks. I'll still own it. Um, I'm like, you know, so, um, okay. Now I'm going to get to some exciting stuff in a second. The, the next one Slack. And this is what I really want to talk to you. You guys know that I've been buying Slack and I bought it when it went public. So I think I bought it as high as $38 when it went public. I can, I can actually look at my history right now. So my, you bought my, some more though, right? You bought some more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let, let me just, I, but I really, I think this is a great example of what li our listeners need to, to hear about. Um, so I bought Slack 
originally at like 38, then I bought it at 20, then I bought it at 30, then I bought it at 17, then I bought it at 16. Okay, so I let's say, I'm just gonna make an even number, guys. Say I had 1,000 shares, so my average cost basis was $17 on it because I kept buying as it went down. So I bought it way too high on the IPO because um, I was mad I didn't buy more Zoom in the IPO and I whatever, but then I didn't give up because I believe in the company so you know, so strongly. Like I think it could eventually even be like a sales force. I know it sounds ridiculous, but I think it could be um, in terms of the, the whole ecosystem that Salesforce has. But here's what I want to say. I sold 24% of that position at $32 and at 30, sorry, 31 and 33. Okay. Then this week, the stock rockets to 39.40. And I'm just so pissed. Cause I'm like, the reason I sold is like, it's, I'm like, it's going to break back down below 20s. The technicals, there was limits on and I, and it always broke at 30. And so I was pissed. I had that FOMO guys, that FOMO. I see that 39 and I've owned this stock for a year and a half, two years. And I, or since it's gone public. So when I owned it and I'm like, it's up nine more bucks and I sold it. So I had severe FOMO, like fear of missing out. And so that hurts in the market. And, and I didn't know, I didn't chase it in the thirties and buy it back. I just, I sold 30% of the position, 25% of the position. And now you look what it's at. So I don't know what that's saying, but I, I just think that line about pigs get slaughtered, you got to be careful and you got to sell into a little bit of that strength. I think I, I we're don't getting know. a significant pullback in Slack. And I've had multiple people saying, are you buying the pullback? Are you buying the pullback? I'm going to throw this question to you, Jason, because I'm on the fence on it. I kind of want to buy Slack because I think this stay at home play isn't going away. And this is a good opportunity to get a company that is definitely growing on. Obviously, you know, as a high bar, the report wasn't bad. The bar was just too high. So it's down 16%. I kind of like it. It gets to 30. I think I will buy it. I don't know if you're going to get all the way to 30, but maybe it do. I mean, it just came down six bucks. Are you looking at adding to this? So I'm not adding to it right now. When it goes into the 20s, if it does 25 minutes, I'll add to it. I, the reason I bought it so much, guys, when it went down to 17, 18, 19, 20, I always think, what is the worst case scenario? I, I do that probability stuff and yeah. I probably learned it from, you know, the show and everything. Um, but I, um, it's, it's that idea of like $17, it's a great takeout candidate. It's a great takeout candidate for a competitor, for an Oracle, a Salesforce, Microsoft, you know, so that was my, at a certain price, there's a floor somewhere. Yeah. It's a good a company. Price. I just want to interject yeah. here, guys. We're, we are seeing a little bit of a significant pull, pullback here. I don't know. And this so is the man. 3164. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's I, straight up in my face. So definitely not the no, man. No, no, on this I, call. I, no. I'm just saying this is the first like 10 point pullback that we've had in, you know, since the jobs number. So, you know, so to me right now, that 3164.50, it's love to get a look at that. I don't know if you're going to get a look at it, but right now would be a good time to jot down your pre-market highs, uh, and especially in these airline stocks. Cause I Good think call. you're, I think you're high in America and I'm just, I'm just taking a stab here. I think your high is going to be in the pre-market here. You hit 2175. I just, man, those, these boys are smart out there. They're out there selling. We are now at 3150. So we're losing some altitude here. Just want to interject. Sorry about that, Jason. Pick up. No, uh, no, no. no. I've been uh, talking. No, no. That, that, that's good. And, and I love listening to Dennis talking about, hey, I think this could be a day to sell. And he, Dennis, guys, Dennis lives and breathes in markets 24-7. <laughs> and so he ha has a feeling it could be wrong. But if I had to put probabilities, I would say Dennis would be on this thing. could be more right than wrong in the sense that it's not just some average Joe saying that. It's someone who's a market technician, market expert saying that. And listen, 
He could be wrong because you don't know. It's, all we know is Trump comes out and becomes like the nicest president and says the greatest, nicest things and gives a good speech or something, and that moves the markets. Doubt that will happen, but like, you know, that could happen. So let, I'm going to keep it running. Now, sure. um, a couple stocks, though, I, I really want to just give – I want to give a couple new stock – not new stock yeah. prices I'm talking about, but I do need to address one thing. And then people are in the chat room. Actually, I don't even have the YouTube chat room open. So, hey, Mitch, if I'm missing some stuff, feel free to text me what I need to answer. Because I don't have the YouTube chat room open. I forgot. But here it is for the Express Spa you. Alert. Express Spa Alert. Express Spa Alert. <laughs> we got what is the, what's the alert? Oh, I was doing that. I love the props. We need props. We have props. Express Spa. You tell me no props. I can't swear. I mean, what, 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 props are okay. What, 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 <laughs> I love Joel, that. Joel, if I was over your house right now, I would swear and put props. If you're you, can, me no you can do it. You can swear if you want. No, I'm not. I'm not I, a, four, a four swear is terrible. So anyway, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk express fucking spa. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to swear. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> what are you doing? It's it's it. it's huge. It's we up. bought it's it. Two hundred percent from yesterday. Why we did you sell at it, Jason? You could you sell it at fifty-two cents in this room. I have the uh, the proof to show it right in oh, my yeah. Best call ever. And, the, and the, on this show, that was the best live call we've you, ever had. You guys know it's gone viral. The Express Spa on TikTok, 400,000 views, a million comments. It oh, is gone Jesus, viral. Murphy. Yeah, Joel, your 13-year-old future kids of your, uh, you know, ki uh, grandkids, whatever. Grandkids. Grandkids. That's that what I'm trying to say. We'll see it. I mean, I'm getting text messages from, you know, Africa saying, hey, I saw Benzinga. Anyway, Express Spa, here's what I did. Here's what I did. I you sold, bought it back. I, no, I didn't buy it back. I just I, I own 62% of the position. I sold, I took the advice of Dennis. See, here's the problem. Now this relates back. <laughs> <laughs> Lock in those gains. <laughs> yeah, no, this relates back to the Zoom Shopify call. And this is why I wanted to do it in this order. The Zoom Shopify call and the um the you know the Slack stuff. So Dennis mentioned like you buy a stock just at 52 cents and it's up hundred percent. The next day, you got to take, you know, the gains, get your cost bases out, get some of the profits. Get the cost bases out. Play with so, the house with money. So that's what I did. So I have 62% of the position left. Now, am I happy with that? No, I would love to have 100%. In, 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 re, in, real, in reality, like what, what I would, you know, what I would say about that in reality is that um, we literally um, should be, you know, like, I, I hate reading my phone. I get text messages and it confuses me. So Put it away. So I'm putting it away. In reality, if I was really spending enough time on this Express Spa, I would have called around to different brokers, analysts, and got color on it. The, the, the fear with Express Spa was bankruptcy. They thought they were going to have to do a, a bankruptcy offering, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that's what the, um, the fear was. And it's, it's um, you know, that didn't come in the cards. They got that warrant offering. And there's a if airlines do come back and travel, Express Spa is going to be fine. The 52-week high is, what, $6, something like that. The, the thing that I liked about Express Buy wasn't just the COVID play. It was also that the insiders are buying. That's the other thing I look at a lot, what are insiders doing, because that's a very good proof. Insiders can sell for my, my um, you know, a variety of reasons. But, yeah, thank you. Can I, can I just want make one comment about you selling, Jason? Sometimes, like if you – and, I, you know, for day trading or either investing – 
you know, if you if you wouldn't have sold part of that, okay, would you have had like the same, you know, comfort level? Like now, okay, I got my money out. I'm not going to look at it. I'm going to let it go. It. Yeah, and and that way, you know, that way. Now you're saying, hey, yeah, well, maybe you did it, but maybe it helped your psychology in holding the remainder of that sixty-two, you know. Uh, you know, selling the part of it and the rest of it. Now you're, you know, it's just a little bit of ease. So that's, uh, you know, that's that's why sometimes lightening up on things, even though the price kind of kicks you in the butt from a psychological standpoint, it could be good. Yeah, I mean, t- totally. I mean, that's, you're right. You're, you're right. I mean, obviously you wish you didn't sell it all, but you just, you never know on these things. And I didn't have the time to do as much research as I wanted to on it. And if I, you know, if I could have got more caller by calling analysts who cover the company and, you know, try to. Are there any? Are there, there's a couple to, to cover it. Yeah, some uh, of these smaller ones, there's no analysts that even cover them. Yeah, no, that's a good point. There may not have been. I'm going to go look. It, it's worth that's noting. Like a pro. You can look right in there. I do not see any analysts covering it, it, them. It, it's worth, it's worth noting, guys, that Express Broad did have a press release out this morning at 830 that they signed another deal for more airport uh, COVID screening and testing. So, and, uh, and, and by the way, like, that's what I don't get. That's going to be obvious that they're going to announce those. Right. They have, they, guys, you guys have been in airports. They have locations everywhere. They're going to announce every airport, COVID screening, every single airport. You know what CVS is, the drugstore? They have COVID screening, you know? And, is, and so when they announce new at the, uh, different CVS stores, the stock skyrocket. By the way, I own it. So I'm not trying to talk it down. And I know a lot of people in the chat room own it as well. So, um, and I'm glad. Are you sticking with that? I'm sticking with it. I have no reason to sell. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting. I'm sticking with it. I have no. Wait, where's your target? Do you have a target on this? Five. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Five. It, you know what? If I'm looking technically speaking, we had a lot of tops. It, it looks like on the charts that we popped a few times up near that area. So that's a good target. I mean, the question is, does the the story cool off before then? Because this is running on a story, you know. And it helped it yesterday. Don't kid yourself. The American Airlines. It was a full airport trade going on yesterday. Well, well, so I do- think you saw a big move. You know, Expo. You know, some people are saying, oh, they were had the press release or something. A lot of yesterday's move was probably to do with that these are in airports and they were looking for anything to do with airports yesterday and airlines. So <laughs> yeah. that helped, and it's the perfect spot right now. I always sell when the getting's good on these things, so but I can tell you how to do it because I told you to take some of your profits out of buck and the thing's 281. So I let Jason Rasnick figure out how to get out of this one, uh, but it's been an incredible move but the and a great I, call by you. Thank you. But the reason I don't sell, I'm thinking we're going to get back to pre-COVID levels and the company has a business. You know, I go into those airports, I see people getting massages and they're very expensive, so I wish they're a little... Um, do you ever cheaper. get one? Do you ever get one there? I went in there once. I mean, guys, it's not even a dollar a minute. It's like $5 a minute. I mean, if they lowered those prices by 30%, this thing would make so much more money because they would have a line. It would be busy. I actually, you know, I like, I look at different companies. I'll sometimes reach out to the CEO. I think that revenue, when that business is normal, the revenue can go up 30% if they price it better. They do not price it the way they should. I would pay a membership. You know how you pay a member? This is what I want Express Spot to switch to. And I've had this idea for years. You know how you pay a membership fee for like Netflix? I would pay Express uh, Spa a $25 a month membership fee. If that meant I, I, once a month I go to the airport, I get a 10-minute free massage or 20-minute free massage or something, and then they get me for 300 bucks. And then if you don't go to the airport, they just keep that margin. They can make a great MMR or re- reoccurring business that is high revenue, high recurring, not just one-off things. I think they could triple their revenue and kick ass. That's one of the main reasons I actually like Express Box. I think they're pricing it wrong. And when I see stuff that's priced wrong, there's an opportunity to improve. One, one thing to consider is pre-COVID levels on this thing was $1.20. So it's two seventy nine. You are now at 
2019 highs, like basically going back a year and a half Wait, ago. Wait a second. Pricing oh, this. really? I thought, okay, then. So I, I just, you know, I just wanted to like point oh, that out that this thing is in rocket ship mode. Wait, Wait Dennis, Dennis. June 26, 2019, 545. Yeah, COVID was 20 though, 2020. I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you said pre, I'm just clarifying pre-COVID levels. Oh, I meant like normal life. You, you thought like meant getting back to the, like, the highs for the stock. Yeah. That's not, right. not worrying about the COVID thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Now, can we get into some, some, tr- some stocks that I own? And I'm going to own, and I, not, and I think I've talked about it before, and people, but I just want to, I still own DOOO, uh, the ski dues, all that. I, I'm owning it into the summer. I'm waiting for more numbers to come out. It's up. Since we since you brought it to the show, we're up on DOO 34.04%. Um, and I'm, we did that, just for a note, we, we did that. Um, that was the one time Jason came in in an afternoon show. So I know he talked about it afterwards, but it was originally, I think, what, 32 or 33. That was, what, two, three weeks ago when you came on the afternoon show? Yeah, I mean, it, probably. Then um, GAN. I still own that, um, you know, bought it at 15, 16. It's at 20.74. Um, I just bought it. I bought it on yesterday's pullback. Um, nice. I, I, I like it. I'm going to stop myself out at yesterday's low. The one concern Go is ahead. that this is a growth high PE play and they're kind of out of favor right now. But I'm starting to look at those kind of stocks that are on these pullbacks here because they're moved out of favor that the rotation could turn back. So if the rotation starts to turn back, this will be the first one that gets the bet. Yeah, and I, I just think, I, I, Dennis, honestly, if it hits 19 bucks, I'm buying. I'm buying. Okay, one of the ones that is finally getting some respect, and I've owned this one for a while, a while, and this is um, Joel Alconan favorite, LTHM, lithium. I am finally up money on it. I am up 12%. <laughs> I started buying lithium at uh, nine. At, my first buy was uh, 1209 and 974 then 520, then 585, 477, six dollars. I own Lithium Strong LTHM. I this- bought this one the day you came on the show, and yep. you were so convicted about it. And I was like, I'll throw some speculative capital on a Jason Rasnick pick. Yep. And I think you brought it to us at about five. I think I bought I bought it that day, so I think it was around 580. So okay. when you brought it to the show, you're and I'm up. I could go look at my. my I can, and, and, and Jason, you know, and we discussed this. Uh, uh, this is something we that Gene, Gene Munster has been talking about for a while, and it's a play on the the lithium batteries. The only thing I want to point out on this one, folks, is like you know you get earnings and stuff, and you know it's just really important to watch the price action because it was up at seven bucks. And then they didn't like the earnings and they pounded the thing down to five bucks and then it, it rebounded. So, so that post earnings price action is always important. Just, you know, a week or two, but I believe that's what they hit it on was earnings. That I was think, big, Joel, right? I think, I think you're a hundred percent right. And so what you have to ask yourself is I'm buying LTHM because I'm more fundamental guy. I'm playing that. I believe electric cars will be bigger than they are today. That's the reason I'm buying it. And there's about six companies in the space. And I know Mitch likes a certain one, but there's a WKHS. But I, Lithium, LTHM is one of the best management teams in the space. And Lithium is not the easiest part of production as a natural element to uh, for the battery part. And this company has a good team. So I'm buying this, Joel, as my play on a growth. Long-term, long-term. And so it's long-term. So when that's, my prediction, 
And listen, guys, these are just guesses, right? I mean, probabilities. It's I'm all saying guessing. it gets it gets to ten to twelve to fourteen. I'll start selling a little bit when it hits ten, just a little bit. Um, okay. Then um, one more thing. Penn National is is you know up eighteen percent. I own some Penn because I like the bar stool and then the gaming. They're going to be a competitor to um, you know to uh, what's it called DKNG. Um, that's DraftKings. Will be a competitor to it eventually. Um, and then my travel play. You guys should all have some travel plays, right? Because people are, my wife just said to me, are we going to go out of town in August, like, you know, on a plane? And maybe we are. I, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Exactly. Like, what, you know, so um, I'm deciding if I just show you this crazy thing. You guys, okay. So Sabre Holdings, S-A-B-R. I know I mentioned it once, but. Yeah, I, I mentioned last time on the show. Okay, I did. I just want to make sure. So it's moving up. So it's a good call, too. Yes, it's one. It's it, it's a Saber Holdings. I've been buying. I mean, I can tell you guys. I don't lie on this stuff. I'll I'll even show visual screenshots, whatever you guys want, because I'll show you my losses, my gains when I sell too early. Like I'll, I don't care. Like uh, listen, I, I don't. I sell too early every time. Yeah, well, but, but Dennis, <laughs> I always sell too early. Dennis Park, you know, part of I'm not blaming you at all when I like sell some um, Express Buy. Part of it is is prudent. Like, yes, you're gonna. You, if, if, if we could all guess the exact top, the exact bottom. I just had someone text me um, on Gan saying, "Jason, Gan fell. What, what do I do? You know, like, like if you're, you, if I could guess the exact top and exact bottom, I promise you, I would have five. Like, I would be, I would be, I don't know where I'd be living. Some you'd be the richest man in the world if you could guess the exact yes. top and the guess bottom so, every single time. So I, I think being prudent versus being in a an a-hole is, is very, is very powerful. But, um, okay. So let me, so Saber, I'm not selling. We're up 34%. I started buying, yeah, I bought at $7 and six and six fifty and five eighty. So, and I also bought call options on Saber holdings. The reason I am about October 16th, $10 calls on Saber. Saber is the back end. I like the plays Benzinga, Benzinga pro. We're the back end to a lot of platforms. We provide data to other sites. We provide feeds. Saber Holdings provides a lot of that to the travel sites. So I like to be the back end, not just the front end. And that's why I own it. So it's one of the plays on travel. And it was also a low price stock, market cap. I thought we had some opportunities there. Um, you know, so that's, um, that was one of the other ones that I'm still holding on to. Peloton, it keeps rocking. I own 60% of the position still. PII, I still own. Um, I still PII? Own yeah, yeah, yeah. New York Times. Oh, I did buy one this week. I bought Fun F U N. Cedar um, Point. Yep, Cedar Point. Yep. And I, I know I said this last week or maybe the week before. I've been buying Eli Callaway, and it was down. It was down when I was on the show last week. It's now up five point six two percent. I just think people go golfing. Callaway's gonna have good numbers. That's and a reopening trade too. We just blast just that uh, that sell off we you, had. You just cannot forget stop about this market it, man. Right we now. just blasted. Well, we just blasted another. This is gonna. 20. This is gonna be upside capitulation at the open. I think. It I is don't a, think we're a, gonna end up red, Dennis. I'd go and steak dinner on that. Well, obviously that's not. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, know, the kitten's never gonna get better than it is right now. If you're long some of these trash, and I have some few of the trashy things in my portfolio. I'm going to be selling those trashy things out of my portfolio today. Okay. So I'm going, to, I, I'm going to bank that we are seeing upside capitulation at this point. The, the, the buying balances are enormous. So yeah. people are Give like, get me those. in at any cost. I can tell the COVID thing's over. Just get me in. That's what their mind's saying. And they're pressing the buy button. I'm telling you, when you have this much fear, 
it's usually the time to start ringing the register. All right. Yes. And can you guys, if you guys have made a profit on this show, can you please hit the like button on YouTube or donate to Spencer Israel's piggy bank by hitting the YouTube donate button? Okay. I just, to, yep, that also helps. I just have to read you guys one quick email. I know we're over, but this is interesting. January, June 12, 2018. I made a bet with someone. It's called Trade Confirmation Tesla. We had a thing where like, we're not going to do the actual stock. This is a real cash thing. He wanted to do 100 shares. And I said, uh, I can just do 50. Okay. But- he went short, I went long. So here's what it says. You have taken a long position against my short position of 50 shares of Tesla stock trading value at 348.42 on June, uh, then period. On June 12, 2020, we will cap the difference between the closing price on the day and 348, which will be the share gain or the loss for the two year period. So this is a tier, two year bet huh, for okay. a certain individual. If the, if the stock is gained, and this is a regular individual, if the stock is gained, I will pay you this per share uh amount multiplied by 50 shares if it is lost you'll pay me per share loss multiplied by 50 shares the amount you're collecting what you're collecting today well june 12th and so <laughs> and so okay so then march 25th 2019 this said person i was gonna ask spencer to share my screen so i could show it but then i really isn't his name would show yeah you don't want to do that embarrass him um but uh this um and you guys know maybe know him so this no you don't know him actually but then so this guy, March 2019, goes, I want to send you an update on your shares. As it stands at the end of today's trade, you would owe us the difference between today's closing price of 260 and the closing price of the date you initially at 348. So, oh. Oh, so they emailed you, but you never emailed them. <laughs> multiply by 50 shares in your position. As such, you would owe me $4,405. You know, if you want to figure out a thing. So then um, comes, a <laughs> bit, comes a little bit later. No, I emailed him. I said, it's a contractual yeah. side bet here. Yeah. It is. It is. And what so, shame is that on? So, I got to start getting Joel to write these things down. So when, I, <laughs> so when I come back later and I said, you know, anyways, well, the stock is now at, say, 870 or something. 870 minus 348. Uh, my calculator says $522 times 50 shares. This is what. I'm owed from this certain person. Is he? Is he gonna? Uh, and you have a, oh a contract? Oh yeah, it's it's, it's gonna be paid. Well, legal bill coming here with a li <laughs> the lawyers are drawing this up. It, it, the collection it, it, collection agency is calling. No, no, no. The per the person's not looking to back out. The partly was because we at one point when I was down, he's like, Jason, I'm gonna cover my shorts because, or I'm gonna reduce my short position. I know I have your short position, and I'm like, you know, and then. I was going to go long more of the stock at 260, but I had his bet. And so <laughs> this is the crazy, I'm not a big That's better fine. guys. I don't bet like sports betting or anything like that. Well, there's no this, sports. This is a, well, thanks. This is a, <laughs> this, this is a real life bet that this person had. He thought Tesla was way overvalued, like beyond, he doesn't make bets like this, but he thought Tesla was the most insane thing. I mean, the email, there's 32 emails in this thread, like, and it just goes to show you, it's really hard to judge these things. Like when it was a year and a half ago, when Tesla was at 220 at one point, I was down $6,000. Trust me, I was not a happy camper. Did I have some anxiety? Yes. Like, did I know Tesla was going to go to 800? No. You know, I, again, I don't really bet. I don't do any sports betting. So being down $6,000 on a, a bet, I was freaking the F out, you know, because I don't bet. And so now it's up that. And yes, I'm going to, I'm not going to, we're going to figure out a number. He's not going to pay the whole amount. I'm going to try to figure out. And I think he's going to say he needs to. 
but I just think, you know, uh, I, I don't know. Just, the lesson here is make side bets at your own risk, I think. Uh, <laughs> it's a lesson, it, lesson to that story. It, it is, but it's also the lesson of why I started this show with the Dennis, the Zoom at $60 billion and Shopify at $90 billion. I hear what Dennis said on Monday, and I agree. Shopify, I, still, I still hold to that. I, I think if I, you're, I, I would like to buy – I would rather own – I don't want to own either at these valuations here. I'm waiting for pullbacks. But if I had to pick, I would rather own Shopify at $90 billion than Zoom at $60 billion. So, and, and so I, the short Zoom, long Shopify pair. And I would argue that I agree because Shopify powers a lot of those stores, and you can make money. Now, Zoom – for all we know, they could announce Zoom stores and then all these webinars that they use Eventbrite, Zoom could take that all over. If Zoom wanted to expand its market cap in two days, they could, in two weeks, by saying, we're going to be the commerce play for any virtual event. Like right now, you, when we do our events, we had 3,000 people at our Engineering Cannabis Capital Conference. We use a third-party platform. We use Zoom to do the video, but if they would put it all together, they could double their, I mean, they could get all the event business, okay? That's one thing that would go against that thesis. One more thing on that, the Zoom Shopify. Zoom, um, or the Shopify thing, what was it? I don't know. I had something. I had something. Oh, I know what it is. So I own Zoom since like 60 bucks. So my problem, Dennis, is if I sell, um, I have a big gain, and I've been doing that. So those capital gain things. I know you could do puts or calls to buy insurance. There needs to be a better system so I can get insurance on stocks that I have big gains on. That's what I've been talking about. So there needs to be, like, I want to pay Goldman Sachs $100 a month to ensure me that if to avoid the tax man to and to ensure me that if zoom goes back to 180 i'm covered because the only reason i want to keep on zoom right now dennis is because if zoom stays at this 200 level or whatever for the next six months then great then i got the one year thing it's a bs thing this tax thing but i know they're not gonna get rid of it we need a startup to buy insurance on long gains because your risk profile changes dramatically when you're up that much that's why you sell my express spa i had to sell but in reality, if I knew in nine months it's going to be at five, four dollars, or if I knew it was going to be at the same price it's at today, I wouldn't sell because of the twenty percent, right, Dennis? There needs yeah. to be a startup for that. I've been talking about this. Someone that you could buy insurance to avoid the short-term tax. Got it? Who's ever in the room? And then I know we're at past the time. My email is Jason at Benzinga.com. If you have ideas for us, please send me. We, we we're hiring, you know, in all different roles. Um, thank you for supporting the show. Thanks for supporting us. Um, and I guess have a great rest of the week. And I guess you're probably annoyed because I didn't give another express buy. I mean, I'm buying these stocks. I mean, I put a, another order in for, I bought Cheesecake Factory too yesterday, but um, you know, if the market, if the market starts breaking down, I'm going to be with Dennis and I'm probably going to sell too, <laughs> I'm going to sell too I, quick. I, I wish I would have, I wish I would have chased, I said this three days on the show, I wanted to chase Cheesecake Factory up at $22 and it would have been a call because then when they came out with those numbers that the stores that they had open were back to 75% revenue. I was like, this is a buy uh, on cheesecake factory. If and it's up way again here today, yeah, 28, to chase. 20, almost yeah. 29. Yeah, so I, I'd love a pullback in that one. I would, I would dive in that with you. And, what I, and Dennis, what I'm doing with that and you guys and Joel, I would love, and then we could end but what I'm doing with those plays. And that's why I said the express spot, the $5, I guess I didn't mean to say pre COVID, but I meant to say like 52 week highs. So it's at, yeah, it's at 2890 cheesecake. I look at the 52 week high at 46, uh, 46. So I'm like, as long as it's below 30, then 35 could be the number that like gets, gets closer to the week high. So I buy it. I will try to look at, present my downside. I buy some of these things. If the market's going down, guys, all bets are off. If you're in a market and Dennis said something earlier in the show, or maybe it was Spencer Israel, um, 
the market's been going up every day, right? Or mostly, not every, you know, most, a little bit down yesterday. Not much yeah, though. You're not right. Much. You're right. But yes, it's due for a pullback, right? I mean, I'm the I'm the jackass that sold some Apple shares at 235 during COVID because I'm like, you know, people, I, I just thought there'd be a little bit more calmer. You don't, you know, the people who are consumers who are afraid of the stock market and got into it recently are going to sell off. I was wrong on some of that. We, we, if we can predict day to day. So what I try to do is find companies I truly believe in. So when Slack went down to $17, I was down so much money. I was down so much money on Slack at one point. I, I can't even say how much. It was probably the most money I've ever been down on a stock in my entire life on Slack. Cause I just, I had such conviction and I had, a, and I actually did the research and I did heavy and I was down. I mean, I was down. 30. Are you flat that now? No, my down or up? What do you mean? Flat, 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 no position. No, I, I owned, I had, let's say, let's say it was a thousand shares. It was a, um, I had, no, I still own um, 40% of the position and, and it's up and it's up 83%, 83.44%. I own 40% of the position and um, yeah. And like, I'm going to be down a little bit because I'm going to be at 32 this morning. So I'm, I'm going to lose. Um, I'll lose. Do you uh, ever, do you ever, do you ever look at the, I know you're doing a lot of fundamental stuff. Do you ever look at the dailies on stuff? Or the- I've been, I've been late, lately. I've been looking a little more at some of this stuff like you've been teaching. And you know, I, I like the past, I sold at 32, I sold at 33, but I did not sell. I mean, the- that was a big run up at to 40, but just, you know, um, we're running long in the tooth here, but uh, I mean, it, it's after the fact, but if you would have been looking at 40, I mean, it hit it two days in a row. So who yeah. knows, you know, you look at that, you look at the old time or not. Where, 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 where were you for me then? But don't look <laughs> at anything shorter than a daily spent. Uh, Jason, don't ever look at it. If I ever see you look at, at an intraday chart, I'm going to get very mad at you. Just look at dailies. Look at daily. Okay. All yeah. Right. I did not, I did not sell at 40 or 38. Like I, I didn't, and I am mad. I thought I sold you. I thought you said something. You sold part of your work, and I thought it was I just I a couple I, days ago. I did. I'll tell you my, my numbers. I sold that. Hold on. Okay. I thought it was like when. That's I okay. We're getting into right. you know the, the okay. nitty gritty. Yeah. We don't have okay. exact right. prices of Jason. Jason's done a great job. <laughs> He's on on this show, and he has made some fabulous calls here. And I just want to give you props. When you're hot, you're hot, and Jason's hot. hot right Jason now. Jason Rasnick yeah. is very hot here right now, but and I'm not going to argue if he didn't get the if he didn't sell. The top and work, it's okay with me, Jason. You're doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find picks for you guys, and we're also building a, a cool web page for you guys that um, it's in the works. I spent time last weekend on it, and it's going to help assimilate some of these calls. So instead of me, like, you know, so when I sell, you guys will be notified of it. Um, and that's the story. I I'm use st- Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, J- Jason, I'll, I'll let you go, but thanks for, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Dennis, that's part of the story. You use Twitter, but there's some problems with Twitter. You got Donald Trump there and all these people tweeting, but I hear you. Right. He's speaking at 10 today. Moments away, Pence yeah. is going to be on CBC, and yeah. then uh, just, Trump's out I, of 10. I just want to quickly give you overall market look here. Again, there's going to be some huge buyers here at the open. Obviously, when you're up this much, that's obvious. But on some individual stocks, you are going to see some wicked pricing here. Citigroup's up 9% here now. 
Um, this really does feel like upside capitulation to me. So I just want to say it again. I'd be very careful chasing at the open. I was wrong yesterday, obviously. Um, and, you know, in certain stocks, it's going to be okay. There's certain stocks that are down here this morning. You were seeing some wicked rotation. So don't expect your Peloton to be up here today. It's going to get smacked because it is not a reopening stock. It is a we don't want the market to reopen stock. Peloton's yeah. down 5% here this morning. You're going to see the rotation continuing to happen. Have your shopping list on some of these stocks that, you know, were, were, the, were the plays for the lockdown because you could get some of these stocks cheap today. Yeah. Right. Lock in coffee. Anyone making trades on lock in? Yeah, we discussed Apparently that. everybody. It's up two bucks now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's unbelievable. The, the bankruptcy stock hurts. Hurts. Let's just talk this one. Up 147% here. I've never seen a, seen a short squeeze. Bankrupt company. The, the stock is above where it declared bankruptcy here. And people are saying, you know, that, oh, it's, it's the next count. This is algorithmic driven FOMO. And this is an epic, epic short squeeze. This is the reason Hertz is up. 40% of the stock is short. They are getting murdered. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, it's, it's crazy. Luck and coffee though. We get emails from the craziest people like things sometimes. And this guy like three days goes like, luck and coffee is not as bad as everyone thinks you know, and all that. And like, he didn't have anything. He's right. <laughs> exactly. He had nothing to back it up, but he had like some stuff. And I sent it to like our editorial team and, and Luke. And like, they're like, I don't think there's anything here. The stock was literally, it was two days ago. So think about that. If we had just <laughs> taken his email, I'm about to, you know, send a little message to these guys, but he's right. Again, you know, he's right. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. You know, like he's right. Yeah. And so, all right. Thanks guys. Joel, Dennis, Spencer, Awesome stuff. Are we doing the weekend show all Saturday, all day Saturday? Marathon. Get the pre-market prep going. We'll get the playbook for Monday. I'll see you here at noon tomorrow all day. Love you guys. All right. <laughs> all right. Bye, love. Uh, Thanks, on Jason. that note, I want to wrap it up. Yeah, like Jason love said. everywhere. Love uh, is in the air. Please hit the like button. It tells YouTube that we are here and alive, and it helps us with our algorithms. So please do that. Thanks to Jason Rasnick for joining us. Thanks to everyone in our chat. We have three of them. There's a chat on YouTube, the chat on uh, premarket.benzinga.com and the chat on Benzinga Pro. Uh, please remember that all the information from this show is meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or training advice. You can always email us, premarket at benzinga.com and catch the replay uh, and uh, on YouTube and on our podcast. So Joel and I will be back at 3.40. Everyone have a great rest of your Friday and good luck out there. It's a wild one. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.